people. <laughs> we are back in action. As always, better than ever each episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome yes. back to another invigorating episode of Couple of Catches with Avery J and Kay Sass. <laughs> I'm just laughing at her, you guys. I can't. Her, She's such a vibe right now. <laughs> she's, she's trying to seduce me with her eyebrows, and I'm not having it. It's okay. They're, well, they're waxed. They're freshly waxed and tinted, so. <laughs> she thinks she's somebody now. Swag, yes. Thank you. Well, welcome, guys. And this unfortunately but fortunately i guess at the same time is the last episode of this season season one we are concluding today mm-hmm. all that does is just give us some beauty rest time oh, to to really kind of recharge re-energize right. we're going to enjoy the nfl season we're going to be able to take some time off for the holidays with our fam bams <laughs> and then we'll come back during like super bowl time yeah, yeah, we'll be back, ready, ready to. Twenty twenty one, we'll be uh, back. Let the people know what happened last week, so we can get into the funky month. <laughs> Speaking of recharging, we'll get you caught up and recharge you Ooh, guys cute. based on based on what happened Look on our her. last episode. And again, hit you guys with the nostalgia. We okay. talked about some of our sports venue bucket list items mm-hmm. that we would definitely want to hit before we kick the bucket. Okay. Oh, God. Avery shared a couple of hers. I shared a couple of mine. We both oh. have Fenway together that we need to go see together. Facts only. Facts. Facts. Yes. So if you want to maybe tag along on our little trip, you might want to go check out that episode and figure out where we're going to be in the yeah, U.S. Baby. next year. Yeah, baby. All right. L.A. They take another championship this year. Congrats. Congrats to, to the, the City Dyers. of Angels. Doyas. They win the World Series 4-2. Seager gets that MVP title. Title. Notable performances, of course, by a Rose Arena. He kind of held that up. Absolutely. <laughs> Kershaw and, of course, Seeger. And a side note, why in God's green earth did they pull Snell? Nobody like, knows. Nobody dude, knows. All Nobody the TV's knows. cameras that zoomed into his face, and he's like, what the f- Yeah. Bleep. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no kidding. I'd be pissed as hell, too. He's already going to be seeking a trade here in about five minutes. Absolutely. Tired of the bullshit. Absolutely. And Justin Turner. Uh, hmm. Poor Honey Bunny. Honey, you got that COVID test, and was they pulled him in the eighth because he was positive. Yeah. In game six. But then, which is actually psychotic which i don't know how they didn't stop him and like why he thinks he's the baddest bitch that he can come back on the field and celebrate with everybody he's like touching all these people like pulling down his mask kissing his wife girlfriend whoever she is right i'm like with the trophy too that's getting passed around to everybody but here's the here's my little take on that really quick um i know we're not doing takes we're just doing recaps but there's a HIPAA violation there somewhere. Yes. Can we talk about that? Like, which broadcasting what system, who's going to get fired there for yeah. violating HIPAA and sharing those test results? I bet you Turner didn't approve that. Oh, yeah. Just imagine, like, what's going to happen going through the Dodgers organization. Yeah. You win the World Series, but everybody but everybody's got a quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can't go uh, celebrate in Cabo. Yeah. Nope. And shout out to all your guys on the south side. Yep, yep. Bing, bing. Big news coming out relatively recently here. Mm. Mr. LaRusso is mm. coming in to manage again. Mm. I, um, mm. <laughs> yeah, I totally get your vibe and I feel that right now. Um, He's like 100 years old. and <laughs> So we pulled LaRusso from the grave and we. Literally, we, he was dead. <laughs> we knocked on his coffin. <laughs> 
said, excuse me, sir, we have nobody else left on God's green earth to be able to manage this team. Do you think you want to give it another shot? Really? I mean, I get he's a decorated manager. Most, or I think he's the third winningest yeah. manager, right, in But history. was fired from. Was fired. <laughs> yes, he's a champ. But yeah. still, the guy's a racist. And on yeah. a team that is predominantly Latino. Yeah. You got Tim Anderson, our token black guy, who's yeah. doing the world a favor by changing the game. Hashtag change the game. The hashtag and we want to bring in Tony Larusa. Yeah, I don't. Um, Not going to be a good mix. It. That's a toxic clubhouse environment that's going to come up. And, <laughs> and that's all I got to say about he's gonna that. He's going to have to get freaking dialysis in, in between innings. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that for now. I mean, honestly, this whole year, though, besides that, I mean, that's just caps off this year for us, basically. Right. This was like the weirdest year we've ever had in sports, and we... We knew this coming in to the season, coming into the podcast. We've talked about it. Our championships tainted. Yes. Our season's tainted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know what's happening. Players are opting out. They're not opting back in. They're COVID positive. They're returning. They're getting more sick. They're going back. We don't know what's happening. The weirdness, it just, like, goes on and on. And But the second, really, <laughs> the second the Marlins were done, the postseason baseball just was not that thrilling to me anymore. I was just kind of, it kind of lost its spice. It lost its flavor. Yep, I could tell. I could yeah, tell you were kind right? of like, eh, as soon yeah. as the Marlins were done. It's like, I'm tweeting less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, NFL, okay, yeah. next chapter. Like, All right, bet. We're going to watch every game. We're going to, the second we wake up, right. the second we go to bed, we're going right. to be tweeting about it. I mean, we had some great perseverance stories, though, you know, with the Marlins and, you know, other rookies and stuff coming up, whatever. Some comebacks we're working on, some Cinderella stories. Uh, like I said, some rookie stories. It's just, it's a lot. And I think we're noticing them maybe more this year because we didn't have anything for so long. Like, we were so excited to hear anything. Right, right. <laughs> we're, like, hyper-focused on that. You know what yeah. I mean, Sass? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think we were deprived for so long. And I think we it feels so long. And it was only a couple months there um, that we had to kind of pause everything. The world went on right. pause. But I think that's why we're, like you said, we're hyper-focused on it. And, and that's just the way that the world was working in 2020. I know. I was really thinking about how we wanted to close out season one. And I'm so glad you were like immediately on board. We didn't have to like go back and forth and be like, well, we should do this. We should do that. Like, let's do current events. No, let's do something else. So we finally decided on kind of a way to wrap it up that makes sense for all of us because 2020 is a weird year. 100%. I have a list of both of my favorite athletes from this year and favorite sports moments. I mean, they're not necessarily the biggest moments, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're the most memorable for me, and I know you have those too. Right, 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 right. Now, athlete-wise, what I would say is that my Avery J's rookie of the year sorry to jake cronenworth because i love jake cronenworth you know we you know, know how we feel about we the padres baby <laughs> he wasn't this guy he wasn't up with the ball club all year but he made his debut and i'm just well, all about it i'm all about it bobby delbeck oh yep mm-hmm. bobby sweet bobby d infielder for the red sox bob the heartthrob throbby d i think throbby d came from section 10 there you go pretty sure shout of course out, shout out shout out to section 10 man those are the guys the nicknames just don't stop this guy is so freaking lovable just you, you just look at him and you think well okay this guy could be like up there competing in that like smoking hot scale you know like athletes we put them on smoking hot scale. the pedestal yes <laughs> yeah yes. like tom brady is obviously gonna probably be number one forever and even when he dies like you're better looking than 90 percent of the people God, the kale oh, uh, man. it's the kale we're bringing back the kale from what, like <laughs> episode 10 or something 
Um, but before we know it, like, he's going to be up there. He's got the smile. He's got the body. He's the total package and not just, like, the physical attributes. Like, he's actually a really good athlete. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's important a, stuff. Yeah, he's <laughs> a smoke. But he's really poised at the plate. He has, like, a really nice hip rotation. I really like that. And apparently he just loves to hit oppo tacos on august 30th of this year he gets a call literally early that morning that said basically get your ass in the car from pawtucket because that's their alternative site drive up to boston because you're playing today and it wasn't even a it was a day game they're like get your ass here like yeah you know yeah and i saw plenty of interviews where he said that he just didn't have time to get nervous he didn't have time to like think too much it was just go time and then his second A B on that first game, he slaps a three run homer and Oh yeah. beautiful. It was confident, it was fluid, and I like won't forget that moment because I made it a big point to definitely watch his debut because I've yeah. just loved keeping up with Well, you've been following Bobby. him, yeah. so you were excited for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love Bobby D. For sure. Getting all nervous thinking about it. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I just won't forget it. And plus the guy, he had six homers in his first ten major league games. <laughs> that's unreal that's unreal he it was including five those five straight games with a homer five straight games with a homer mm-hmm. a rookie getting pulled up like that like what <laughs> he, well, it, performing after being called up that mm-hmm. quickly that instantly you know what i mean like yeah. there's so much pressure for you to perform that well Seriously. and holy cow did he like fit the bill he clearly <laughs> no pun intended stepped up to the plate yeah. <laughs> and really Brought his A game. He really That's did. Great. It was nice. He, I mean, he ended the season with uh, 263. He had eight homers, 16 ribbies in 23 games. Like, Ow. the thing was, he had a lot of strikeouts. Like, I noticed, like, yeah. watching him, it was like, I mean, that's nerves. That's getting used to the system. Like, it's full contact or, you know, you know, nothing at all. I mean, if he wasn't striking out, he was homering. So, it'll be really exciting to see how he kind of develops. I think it's going to be a lot of trouble for a lot of teams. Because he wasn't a... Uh, a yeah. top prospect right away. He kind of yeah. fit into that. So it was really nice. Next up, though, this is somebody I'm enamored with. And that's a enamored. Big, big league word. And not in, like, anything other than I just think he's, like, the coolest thing out there. Um, the Red Sox product from the Dodgers slash Mookie trade. It's a big boy. Alex Verdugo. Alex Ooh. Verdugo. I love – God, he's, like – he's something else. The energy that you get out of this guy is just, like – it's unreal. It's it's so easy to watch him play. I, Big <laughs> energy, for sure. Yes. From the second he was introduced as a Red Sox, the guy in his first spring training, he was talking about how much it meant going to Fenway for the first time, like when he was playing and then when he was visiting, it was like really important to him. And he's just absolutely head over heels in love with David Ortiz. Like he modeled his game off of him. I mean, the guy's goofy. He's got a really vibrant spirit. Mm-hmm. Even in even in the outfield, you see it come alive. And what I think was one of his very first games, I had dad up in my room. We're watching yeah. MLB TV. We got the hookup this year. We were making sure, like, four games at once. I know. <laughs> but we had this one on the big screen, of course. And we watched him do something goofy in the outfield. It was like a foul ball that was like an obvious foul ball and it was just like trickling down mm-hmm. right field and mm-hmm. he like took off his glove and threw it at the ball we're like this guy is a trip he's like the gronk of baseball <laughs> right like, right really easy to like you yeah. can't hate the guy so ever since then my dad has been obsessed with him then for dad's birthday i think it was his birthday or father's day one of the two 
we got him a Vertigo jersey because that's his favorite Red Sox now, and it didn't there take go. didn't take much to get him excited, and that's his favorite because he loved Mookie. I love that. My mom mm. loves Jackie Bradley. Mm. I float around. I have my favorites floating, and you know I love Bobby Dalbeck now, and I love love yeah. Verdugo now. Those right. are my guys. And I cannot wait to see the reception that Alex is going to get when fans are actually in the stands at Fenway because, you know, Red Sox fans are super passionate people. Like, right. They're really intense with their fandom. So I'm really excited. I think he's going to get a standing O. Oh, strong yeah. prediction. Love that. A couple more baseball mentions I'll kind of slide through. Okay, okay. That you love, one of them, Tatis Jr. We mm. love Fernando Tatis. Like Already a- jumping the gun. Yep, <laughs> yep. Just a freak of nature. He's really fun to watch. He's like an MVP in the making. And he's still innocent in all his interviews. Remember when he was like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm yeah. So like, like, okay, it's okay, honey. Like, just own it. Take it. Be a man. Move <laughs> Do on. Do shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's just really endearing and likable. And I've talked, I've talked about before James Hoyt um, mm-hmm. when we were talking about the Marlins. And I love his background story. I love what he stands for. And it's just really, it was really hard for him to get where he is. And, yeah. But he knew his worth and he never gave up and has gotten traded a hundred different times and showed up for the Marlins during that crazy COVID outbreak. It was right. a lot. Tarek Skubal is another one. He's a little rookie boy for the Tigers. He got to see, I got to see this one throw a couple times in the Florida State League, which was okay. really cool. I got to see him with the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Hmm. He's got a really calm, like, chill presence. Like, even in the dugout, like, I noticed he was really calm. And I don't get to pay attention a lot to really what guys are doing in there because my photography's on the field. But he was just calm, like, in between innings. And he just didn't have, like, this crazy energy and I really yeah. like that like I mean I, was he faded though? <laughs> like is that what we're talking about down there in the good old Florida sunshine state I know he's a little sun drunk there <laughs> yeah he was really calm and I really like that being somebody with quite a wild personality like, for sure I just have a lot of energy and it was really nice to see somebody calm but he's very focused I really like his pitching style and he's I think he's gonna be a really big boy up with the Tigers yeah he's gonna be up there with Casey Mize you know that for sure. Number one prospect, basically, in baseball and in arms. And the Tigers are going to come alive before we know it. Period. Period. And then another one that you know and love as well, Chris Paddock. Yeah, We could talk about Chris Paddock all day, too. <laughs> I, I think we mentioned him maybe once, like <laughs> one episode in these 20 episodes so far. And I'm amazed, actually, that that's the only time you've ever mentioned him. Oh, I no. Thought, I definitely said I thought he in. would be your <laughs> Trevor Bauer. Like, I As know. Trevor Bauer is to me. Maybe I kind of did. You don't really realize that I slid Maybe. the paddock in there. Maybe. I'm pretty sure I did. Anytime I talked about the Padres, I'm like, oh, yeah, Chris Paddock had a good game. Right. By the way, there was 12,000 home runs in Grand Slam. <laughs> good Lord, yeah. But I just, I, I love the mullet. I love the cowboy hats. I love the shit kicker boots, the Texas thing. Like, he's got a whole vibe. Like Some more BDE, for yeah. sure. <laughs> he's just an image and a face like you can't forget. And the man, he's really young, and he's already been the ace. He was the opening day starter for the Padres. He's got a really bright future and I'm all for it and now I'm gonna move on um to my last favorite athlete of 2020 and it's it's an NFL guy oh, I it's forgot an- we'd literally only been talking about baseball my <laughs> goodness we should just change our whole mo of the of our That's podcast basically our thing. if we're not talking about baseball or football we're probably not talking about anything right I mean some people never heard of this guy and until like this year he kind of really flew under the radar he had some injuries lack of playing time it even surprised me to pick him as a favorite but I've just been all about it and I think it's like a very recent favorite it's Miles Gaskin oh 
okay. Yes. All right, all right. Five nine running back for Miami, and he's teammates with our little angel, little Kamu Hill. Roll thurs. For sure, for sure. <laughs> he's the only draftee from 2019 seventh round, 234th overall, last running back to be taken in that class. Like he's Dang. he's he only came from 2019, and he was like the last. He was basically like somebody to fill like camp and then cut. That's right, just kind of like the vibe that you get. He scored his first and only touchdown of the season last year in the last game, and then he went on the IR in late December, kind of forgotten that's, about. Yeah, that's never good. He was in seven games last year with only 133 rushing yards. Like I said, he's relatively forgettable in that season, but he still did his job. And then fast forward to this year, and Gaskin was the backup to Maddie B and Jordan Howard, both established guys, really. I mean, very reliable, very reliable running backs. Then his performance just absolutely exploded. He became a unexpected guy that was very reliable and no one had on their fantasy team <laughs> Yeah, to a guy that everyone picked up and, like, had to get right away. And I was lucky. Like, I was like, I, this guy had a popped off for, like, two weeks. I was like, I'm going to slide in and get him. Like, yeah, I you were giving back. the underdog the chance. Yeah. Like, everybody's last pick became, oh, my gosh, now he's on the hot seat. I literally did. I had to do that. And now he's, like, teetering around, like, 400 yards with a touchdown, a couple hundred receiving yards, which is big, a running back that actually can be a little slot receiver, essentially. Yeah. So he's already become a threat to linebackers, corners, safeties, literally – He's killing it, dude. Sure. I mean, not to mention he's helped my fantasy team hold strong after I've, you know, the Saquon Barkley injury, and then I haven't mm, had much yeah. of a season at all from Singletary. Like, I'm like, where is where? What happened to him? So I I throwed his ass on a bench yeah. this week, honey. So he's kind of like I guess Gaskin is kind of the opposite of what happened to like Claypool. You know what I mean? Like, <gasps> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Claypool was hot as hell, and everybody got him, and then literally once Seriously. they picked him up, he put up I think like. Point eight yes, yes. Point I have Claypool on my bench, and I was like, maybe, maybe I was like, I'm gonna play him last week, and I was like, no, 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 I'm good, and I was, thank God. Look at you, you've got the instincts. I, love I got that. Claypool. I picked up Higgins. It was, it's a big, it's a oh, big, it's a big free agency for me because I have nobody, and I was projected to go first overall, like in the league, and now I'm like Avery projected, to, projected to be eighth. Chill. <laughs> Everybody's fine. died on my roster. Godwin's out again. Like I can't oh, do it, oh. but. So we've got we've got my favorite athletes listed. This is already <laughs> bam. I know I know I get passionate about this stuff and I get really like hyped. So I'm gonna keep right. this one a little bit shorter because I already know and I already did know when I was planning this. I was like I'm gonna be talking about players for too long. We're gonna go off on a tangent. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll slide through these moments pretty quick. And of course, you literally know that I can't go through an episode like this type of thing without mentioning the Marlins Cinderella season. Why not? I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I loved it. I can't really express how hyped I was for those guys. It was just very deserving. It was. It was time. It was time for Miami to have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one that we all know and you and I love because this is one of our all-time favorite guys ever. The return of Rob Gronkowski. Robbie boy, yes. <laughs> we love oh. him. He retired from football, saying he just, like, his mind, body, soul, all that stuff. He was he was tired. He was ready to call it quits. Oh. And then he made a move that literally you and I, everybody in the world, would have expected and never been surprised by. He had a contract with WWE wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, honestly, to me, he's like a John Cena. You know what yes. I mean? Like, he's going to do his career, and then he's going to move on and be, like, the biggest movie star. He's going to yes. be in commercials. He was <gasps> doing right. ads. Like, yeah, we just, that's, we love him. We so, know I cannot wait to see He's going to keep making money forever. And he's even so cute in that Tostitos commercial that came out with Marshawn Lynch and yes. all those guys. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
something about Gronk in his bed, and he's just, just, Gronk's little look is just to die for. Yeah. I love it so much. So he, uh, he went into the WWE, rocked it, and then I'm just assuming, like, he got pretty bored, like, quickly after winning a title. He was lonely without all his football buddies, like, because he's such a football head, like, yes, come on. And he said, boom, get me back to football, so he made that beautiful triumphant return, and he took his talents down to Tampa to be with his dad. Tom Brady. <laughs> Following dad. <laughs> Gotta go with dad, because he wasn't going to play with anybody else. Obviously not. I mean, this, this might be it for him. Well, um, and he's not the only one that followed Brady, so whatever. I know. Like, we know that. <laughs> Literally everybody little, is. Little AB action. I know. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It, we'll see how that... Mm, I don't know. It is TB, what it is. To be continued. TBD. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about it next season. Yeah. <laughs> and my last one for all you kids out there. Similar to the Gaskin thing, it's just a little different and maybe not as notable, but it's a little more personal to me. It's the complete game by a friend of mine, Stephen Brault. Little Brawlty Brawlty is the in the starting rotation for the Pirates and someone I've known for years, and he's really witty and has a dry sense of humor. Like, he's just a very entertaining guy. Sure. And I, I always have, like, great conversations with yeah. him. Just a, just a dope guy. Side note, the guy has literally come out with an album singing Broadway tunes, and he went to school for music. Stop it. Yes. Like, legitimately singing, not like a parody, uh, not like a ha-ha no, album. No, 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 no. Like, a full-blown album sass. Like, this is, it's real. I've listened to him play guitar and sing, and I'm like, what the hell? Oh, God. He just, like, happens to be amazing at, at baseball, too. Okay. And a lefty, right. so that, like, really helps, you know? So, gotta check that out. Yeah, I know, awesome. it's wild. You, you're gonna have to. Anyways, we all know the Pirates were down in the slums this year with the Sox, just could not get it together. So, it was a really bright moment and motivating moment, I guess, for Pirates and Pirates fans alike. And the starters in that Pirate rotation, they it was like very short outings we're going two three four innings like just bad news bears so it was really time that somebody stepped up and like had a big game yeah and he did he really did you you could see in this game steven like progressively at the end of every half inning just get like this bigger and bigger grin it's like it's like the grinch you know when he's like the sound effects though (laughs) that's like that's the only way i'm like looking making a face turn like she knows literally yes in that animated version that's literally what his face looked like and that energy kept growing and and you need that in a game you can't lose that heat so anyways long story short i didn't miss a moment of that game and he went like the full nine he only gave up he only gave up two hits one run two walks and he struck out eight i mean i think that's a big deal only walking two in a full entire game right that's that's to me that's one of the biggest things right there I get the two hits I get the run I get the strikeouts but the walks I think is a big deal for me and and he only threw 110 pitches and nine full innings that's like five innings in in baseball right now like people are throwing 110 pretty accurate yeah it's wild it it was just really unreal to see and then I texted him post game and said like I literally texted him. I said, are you kidding me, Stephen Brawl? <laughs> Did you really? And he goes, pretty cool, right? And I was like, stop it. Come on. That was such his vibe. Yeah, it was wild. And it was just a really great moment for him, his friends, his family. It was like 10 out of 10. But That's amazing. <sighs> Love we, that. We are all about the passion here at Couple of Catches Podcast. Are we not? Are we not? Hot and spicy as <laughs> always. Yes. It's not like we're going to go out without a bang. We have to go out no. strong. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. I, I love how much energy is just radiating out of this episode yes. already, Avery. Like, it's crazy to try and sum up some of our favorites of 2020 when, like, in reality, we still have the NFL and the CFB seasons to look forward to. Oh, no. Like, it's just weird to kind of think about 
summing up that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there were definitely some standouts, though, so far. And I'm happy right. we're able to dive into public conversation about that, like, on this platform, about, like, just pretty big majority of all of them as they played out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, being able to see them live. And I know I've got a couple of favorite athletes Your and moments baby. as well. It brightened my spirits during some of the pretty dark days this year, just as you have. Obviously, you've already mentioned <laughs> yeah. them. <Retweet>. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm one of my – I'll start with my moments. But okay. being present for one of the last NHL mm-hmm. games with fans that occurred this year, that was that was cool to me. That was That's interesting sick. because we're sitting there in the moment and you don't even realize that it's literally one of those – last games it's yeah. like something you reflect on after a week or two right um and that was the blackhawks versus the sharks oh, so cool. that was back in mid-march <gasps> mid-march like that's crazy to me. And i was with a friend from grad school and my parents um we were lucky enough we drove all the way up from charleston literally on a wednesday oh, whoa. <laughs> literally on a wednesday drove to chicago whoa. we were like hey we're gonna go watch this game meet my parents up there and then we'll drive back down that night like it was a crazy spur the moment thing and so i exhausted well i loved it like you know what out, i mean like yeah. i would do anything for live sports yeah. you know this so facts only exactly even thinking back to that night though it seems like years ago because we i mean we were packing that united Mm -hmm. center obviously we know how chicago fans are and we were packing it like sardines and their masks weren't even being enforced yet like that's how long ago this was and in fact that was literally two days before that mandatory quarantine announcement broadcast took place like by the freaking president like that game was electric and i just felt so grateful i think Mm -hmm. to be present to another live sporting event and a little past the start of the second period though that's mm-hmm. when things started to get a little iffy we were getting notifications on our phones about that utah jazz player having yeah. the confirmed case of yeah. covid and that's when we had realized actually that the virus had like infiltrated the u.s legitimately and like for real yeah, yeah. and like posed a legitimate threat <laughs> to yeah to everything so and like the large gatherings, like the one we were literally just partaking in. So, I mean, I didn't realize, like I said, how much it would actually all be at stake until a week later. So that night was just a huge moment for me, like, and the sports industry in general. That was. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like influential, yeah. not even like a day or two later is when they, they had that. Uh, it was another basketball game. And it's, I don't know, somebody safety officer type of vibe. He comes running on the court like. 10 seconds before they're about to jump and they're like get everybody out yeah well, it's like, the, the, i mean note, it's like you already had everybody in there right so it's like and now you're corralling people out at yeah. the same like i don't yeah. it is what it is i mean but they had crazy. no yeah they, they had didn't no know information on yeah. it at the time anyway it, we still don't know, I know. <laughs> you we, know literally, I mean? we literally have no idea we just know it's going to be over the second the election's over well like, that and flu season <laughs> oh I, here we so. go Love that, yep. Another really memorable time for the f- sports industry this year was the early release of the Last Dance documentary yeah. series. And I know so many people were excited about it. Man, this documentary did not disappoint. And I think we already talked about it a little bit back, yeah. you know, when we first started this. Um, but I know it was just really well anticipated. And the fact that they decided to release it early due to the absence of sport around the world and the mandatory stay-at-home mm-hmm. order in America, like – it was just perfect timing. Yeah, that was they couldn't, good they couldn't have planned that, you know, right. any better. So I'm glad that they were able to kind of link all that up. And then they got some, like, awesome ratings. It was, like, yeah. I think an average of 5 million people <laughs> watching people it each night. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it was a double feature, too, on Sunday. So yep. you had literally two episodes back-to-back, which was great um, yeah. for us binging Americans and our That's know, all behavior. we can do now. We binge everything. Live too TV much. is, like, too so fast. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So – 
I caught myself reacting with every emotion under mm-hmm. the sun, obviously, to each of the 10 episodes. And I just, I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Like, I obviously lived through the second half of the success of the Chicago Bulls mm-hmm. that, that they had in the 90s. But, like, being able to just watch that footage, I mean, everybody else was too. But right. I just thought it was so cool to actually, like, have the privilege of being able to watch that footage and mm-hmm. like to see the fire that that team produced it was oh, so yeah. freaking magical Wild. and it just it absolutely makes sense obviously that people loved that team more than life itself during that time <laughs> period so yeah. you had some pretty hard fans at that point yeah. um each episode it gave those little like unknown tidbits of mm-hmm. info that mm-hmm. really kind of like showed the backstory and just like how the team's dynamic was built and how right. like as individuals that they all contributed to the storyline on and off the court i mean mm-hmm. god that dennis rodman <laughs> episode whoo, like i confirmed how crazy the guy is and then of course you see freaking obama sitting in one of the seats and his, his like title underneath barack obama was former chicago resident oh I'm my like, god like chill you're gonna do the president like that yeah. like okay that's fine <laughs> okay that's fine I whatever So that was just basically another shining light in a time Mm -hmm. where people just needed something positive. So loved, loved, loved watching that. And now it's on Netflix. So we get to binge it as much as we want. Speaking of binging. That was quick, actually. Netflix to just. Yeah, they just put it out right away. Yeah. And another huge development in the sports venues that broke the industry this Mm -hmm. year was the opening of SoFi Stadium this September. So literally about a month ago. Yep. Almost two, I guess. Yeah. Dude, this stadium, it's freaking impressive, guys. And I know <laughs> there was, like, a little documentary thing that happened on that, too. It was, like, a two-hour episode mm-hmm. um, just of the stadium and all the little ins and outs of that. So definitely going to be watching that, too. But, you know, that's coming from me, okay? A Cowboys fan who was mm-hmm. already impressed by AT&T Stadium in Texas where literally everything is better. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it takes a lot for me to say that this, this is impressive. Right. SoFi is a $6 billion, billion dollar a be? A stadium. Mm-hmm. It'll host the Super Bowl this season in February. It has a 2.2 million pound double-sided 4K HDR video board, okay? Now I got to take a breath. Yeah, I know. And that's called the Oculus, okay? Jesus. That has 5G antennas and 260 speaker audio system in it. That all sounds like mumbo jumbo and like weird stuff to me because I don't speak tech, yeah. but it sounds but like it's a lot. you know how big that is. That's it's a not, big freaking it's deal. It's big. It's very big, yeah. And it's also going to host WrestleMania in March of this next year. Gronk will be watching. (laughs) For sure, he will be. The College Football National Championship, that's going to happen in January of 2023. All right. The FIFA World Cup in 2026. Okay, I'm not done. Hold on. Oh, my God. As well as the opening and closing ceremonies for the 2028 Summer Olympics. What the hell? Like, okay, So every event that's ever happening ever is Right, in the next, like, six, seven, eight years, you know, whatever. They have everything. And they should, like, rightfully so. Except Jeez. by that time, we'll probably have, like, flying cars. You know what I mean? That's like, true. We will. Literally, we technology will, technology sure. expands so quickly. So, but they have a champagne bar, a wine bar, whiskey bar, tequila, my favorite, tequila bar. They have the, the Corona Beach House. They have 260 luxury suites. They have cabanas, bungalows, state-of-the-art locker rooms. Best of both worlds as far as an indoor-outdoor stadium goes because they have those retractable uh, panels. They have the natural lighting up top. Like, it's just, it's so, so great. And easily the coolest stadium date. So way to go, Chargers and Rams. You won that little contest, okay? I'm literally looking at pictures and it does It's freaking beautiful. Just like Allegiant in in Vegas. Like, that 
What are it's they called? The unreal. Death Star or something like that. It's what unreal. The? Yeah. This is what our money's getting us now. I'll take it. People that hate sports are so pissed. We're like, exactly. I'll give you another billion. No, exactly. <laughs> and so it, those were kind of like more personal moments, I think. Yeah. Ones that like I just felt were interesting to me in mm-hmm, the time that we mm-hmm. were living in with sports. Obviously, we already know this year was weird. We keep saying it. We all know that. But some honorable mentions for sports moments. Victor Hedman winning mm-hmm. the Conn Smythe Trophy in the Stanley Cup Championship. Obviously, huge, huge, huge accomplishment for him. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, obviously, winning their NBA championship the same year Kobe tragically dies in the helicopter crash. We all know how special that was, especially for a Dodgers championship yeah. as well. Yeah. So we know that was great. Huge, really. MLB opening day at home because, like, that became a whole event in itself. <laughs> so they tried to do all that virtually. <laughs> and that fun little charity golf match, Tiger Woods and Peyton yep. Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Like, Cute they're about to do another one, too. So, I'm excited for that. I don't know if it's happening this year or maybe next, but and I then saw we're, Then we're getting the Masters something. in the fall. So Hopefully. Thing. Fingers crossed. I know. Man. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> so, but as far as athletes go, like, specifically, I don't think I would be doing anybody who listens to our podcast <laughs> any justice if I didn't just come right out and say how know. influential Trevor Bauer has been yes! on my happiness with MLB this season, okay? Yeah. Like, the kid had a scorching season, yep. finishing with a 5-4 win-loss ratio, a 1.73 ERA, and pitched 73 innings Whew. in 11 games. Like, skirt, skirt. And he's currently a free agent right now. Like, he's promoting himself on social yep. media, like, hinting every day at a possible new home as he moves on in his professional baseball career, yeah. okay? Like, we know, Trevor, you're looking for a new job. Yeah, and he's it. like... He's like, but I didn't say that. Look, I'll go yeah. back to it. I'm like, really? The, the two eye emojis, really? you yeah. know, that he puts out. He's like, oh, like, Tampa's looking really good this time of year. Like, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, like, where are you going? going? And he's like, I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Trevor, shut the hell up. He likes you know exactly to, what you're doing, boo. Yeah, he likes to interact with um, his Twitter trolls, oh, too. Yes, so, he like, does. people are like, in Houston, you have people mm-hmm. who are like, no, we don't want you here. Like, go home, you know? And he's like, does that, does everybody in Houston feel that yeah. way? Is that everybody's, like, consensus? Yeah. So he, he's definitely into that. But yeah, baby. Yeah. And so he struck up a deal with Budweiser, too, over social media. He is literally the it. king of social media. And when he struck out his 46th batter of the season, he broke the previous record by fellow teammate, Sonny Gray. Um, which he had set by striking out 45 batters in the first five starts of the season. So Budweiser came through and produced Cincinnati Buds labeled oh. beers in honor of his accomplishment, and that was that was great for Bauer. Like, yep. and in addition to his witty comments and rapport on social, Bauer's agent Rachel Luba, I am a big, 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 yep. big fan of hers. She's the youngest female agent representing in the MLB for players and coaches. So I love everything about the duo. They're just they're great. So yeah, baby. Who would have thought Trevor Bauer was going to be your favorite? Okay, we knew it. (laughs) That's why I said it first to get it out of the way. Hey, and and then I don't know if I told you, like, he saw our promo from one of the last Oh, that social one? Yeah, I was like, ah, Trevor, I know you saw it. You're on social media 24-7. I know (laughs) you saw it, Trev. Right, I know there's so many celebrities who are always like, I read every single DM. I don't respond to everything, but I read it. And I'm like, I bet you do. Because what else are you going to do? You want to see what people are saying (laughs) about you. You know? So. And continuing with the baseball trend, guys. Sorry about it. But (laughs) I got to give it up for my White Sox this Mm -hmm. season. As they actually made baseball fun for people to watch. (laughs) So, Tim Anderson... Obviously, a key player in trying to create an uplifting, goofy, positive environment for the team as well as the fans, like, watching at home. So, 
I want to have him mic'd up for every single game from here on out. Like, he just says the funniest <laughs> shit. Like, between him and Eloy Jimenez, mm-hmm. Eloy is my absolute go-to when trying to find a funny White Sox yeah. gif or meme <laughs> because his facial expressions, A1. A1. Yes. A1. Like, 10 out of 10. <laughs> and just the talent for always locking eyes with the camera in the dugout. Like, he's got the best sense of where the cameras are and who they're on because he just locks in and he does a little shimmy and he does a little like eye roll at it oh he's kind of like how the astros did that last year they would do that quick sharp turn yes yes absolutely the staring contest yes Mm -hmm. yep so he's my go-to for that obviously jose abreu absolute home run unit this year and the ultimate leader for the team just in kind of like a fatherly perspective type thing everybody (laughs) always looked up to him so el capitan Mm-hmm. And I really have to say that the real favorite of mine on the team this year, James McCann. Oh, yeah. James McCann. Yeah. I got to throw it up and I got to be true to my catchers, give them the recognition they deserve. Yes, Monty Grandal and Zach Collins, like, they did well this season, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And even both Grandal and McCann, like, they were two of the five Golden Glove <laughs> finalists on the team this year. Right. And that alone says enough about the freaking catching talent I on the know. team. Like, please, let's give them the props they deserve. Wild. McCann, we clearly – he's got a great bond with Lucas Giolito. Why oh, would we want to yes. break that up? That no-hitter this season, that proves that that just is true. We cannot not not afford to lose him. <laughs> yeah. I would do just about anything to see McCann re-signed, okay? Yeah. I would do anything. I would give my left arm. I would yeah. probably eat a cockroach. Like, yeah, baby. He's just – he's wholeheartedly – he is an important piece to the White yeah. Sox roster puzzle. Yeah. Like, that is just no doubt right there. He's invaluable. He works so hard. And as I mentioned before in a previous episode, mm-hmm. he's putting in so much work, absolutely no days off. And the wife, Love it. she confirmed that. She showed a picture of it. He's working on his days off. Absolutely. Uh. And that shows. So, and you mentioned Tatis Jr. Uh. already. Oh, it's yes. fine. I agree. He definitely was a fan favorite this year. Yeah, baby. I have to say I also enjoyed watching the talent ooze from Randy Rosarena. I know. That dang rhinestone cowboy <laughs> on the Tampa Bay Rays. I was I watching game four, actually, I think it was, and they had that whole rhinestone cowboy home run promo for him. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that stat video ended, boom, the guy smacks another oh, home run into God. the stands, does it again, like, that's poetic. How can you not it. be romantic about baseball at oh. that point? Really? Thank you. Baseball Seriously. is very romantic. <laughs> and, okay, going to the NFL, though. Yes, yes. So, so far for the NFL, I got to give love and a happy belated National Titans yes! Day to my boys, Gronk, Kittle, Kelsey, Witten, Jarwin, all of them, you yep. know? Like, and Kittle will always be a favorite of mine when he pokes and jabs at Garoppolo oh. each week. Like, yep. I just, that banter, it's unmatched. I love it. This week he got a little, <laughs> he got a face mask with Jimmy's God. face on the bottom of it because he wanted a jawline like Jimmy's. Oh my God. He's always, he is always, always, always talking and like girl oh, voices yeah. and he's like, Jimmy's jawline. Yes. Like, oh my God, he's a God. I love him. Oh my God. I was thinking about that when I just came across his little, um, mic'd up on the side. Yes. Like, oh yeah, that's yes. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Oh, that jawline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, big boy. Love it. baby. Yeah, so always a favorite. And Mm -hmm. I'm excited for rookie C.D. Lamb actually to stay hot. Uh, I I was excited to see him in the beginning. I remember Mm -hmm. week one and two saying he was kind of looking like a deer in headlights at that point. Because, of course, he's still trying to figure out this whole big boy game of football like any other rookie, right? 
And it was also like Joe Burrow, if you think about it. Like, they're all, all the rookies are just trying to figure out their place. But Mm -hmm. I think he's got it all kind of figured out now. I'm excited to see him grow somewhat, even with the crappy season the Cowboys are having so far. So, fingers crossed, we will hopefully see some more improvement there. And please don't leave. Yeah. That's all I got to say. It's it's very difficult for them right now. I hate to say that. No way. It's sad because it's just like injury prone. Yeah. You're plateaued. You have nowhere to go. MVP's gone. But. We do need to give a little love to, to somebody the Cowboys. To, to the Cowboys. Somebody know, that deserves love because it's his birthday week. So that means it's time Ooh. for the The Big League Birthday Shout Out. Happy birthday week. Birthday week. Happy birthday week to the man. Mm. Andy Dalton. Mm, the man Backup, that baby. does not look like he should have red hair because his features don't <laughs> say it. A.K.A. Ginger Spice. <laughs> A.K.A. Red Rifle. I mean, does he not look like you like you dye his hair any color and it would make sense? Probably. Um, I don't know. Maybe not blonde. I don't know. I don't know. He could be like an know. Ice King or something. On some Norwegian ice? type of shit. <laughs> Scandinavian. He's on Frozen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, but Happy yeah, Ginger Spice, there. Red Rifle, anything with a red in it, I mean, has probably been his nickname. I'm sure. Since the womb. Since, since the womb. I mean, the guy's a beast. He was the first rookie quarterback in NFL history to start all 16 games who was not drafted in the first round, which yes, is a huge brother. deal. And I can't. He hasn't even, I feel like he's been in the league forever, but it really hasn't even been that long. Either. No. <laughs> and he's 14 touchdown passes in his first 10 games were the most by a rookie since the NFL-AFL merger in 1970. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> he set, Andy set the Cincinnati team rookie records for passing yards and touchdowns. Mm. With Joe though. Burrow, where you at? <laughs> right. Like, where you be? How are you? Joseph. Like, mm. <laughs> I mean, this is a... St- He's a great guy, and I love to see him play, and I hope he uh, gets a little bit more credit. He, Yeah, there, obviously there's there huge, huge, huge shoes to fill, and that's obviously a lot of pressure for any backup, mm-hmm. any different string than the first string to come in. So happy birthday, bro. Enjoy it this week. Do something fun. Don't get too crazy and drink some water, as Avery <laughs> J would probably say. Water and sunscreen, baby. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. So if you decide that you would like to give him a little birthday shout out or maybe like a little farewell shout out to us for just um, a couple weeks. Give you know Sass I mean? a shout out because it's her birthday in December and we will not be on air to celebrate. Yeah, I know. That's okay. <laughs> it, it's all good. Yeah. So go ahead and find us on anchor.fm. That's always going to be up, guys. If you feel like you missed us, you just want to talk to us a little bit, leave me a birthday mm-hmm. shout out, something, get on our anchor.fm site. It's free. You don't need an account. Hit that plus button. Show us some love. That's we love right. you. We miss you already. But also, we're going to be active on social media. We we're are. not shutting that down at all by <laughs> any means because that's literally our lifeline. Yeah, baby. We need a new Especially photo shoot for the next season. So, <laughs> Ooh, those spicy pics going to be coming out. Love that. Ooh, so follow us, Couple of Catches, Twitter at Couple of Catches, and on Instagram, the Insta, IG. Follow us at Avery J. Nichols and at Caitlin underscore Sass. Oh. We love you. You oh know we God. love you. I cannot believe it. Thank you guys for tuning in this first season. It was really important and special for the both of us it we was were just so fun we were just talking about how we didn't realize it would already go this far and right i don't think we're gonna slow down anytime soon honestly i've just no I i've loved every it. minute and sass you've been a great partner yeah. <laughs> okay like i'm not we're not dying i'm gonna see you this is your death notice i'm like you yeah. were great while you lasted <laughs> okay you're older than me grandma <laughs> good lord no 
that was really great working together. I think yeah. we had an awesome time. Yeah, and I think this is what the world needs is just some more female voices in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then we love to do it. So we're definitely not going anywhere anytime soon. It's just going to be a little bit of break so we can get yeah. some R&R and not be super stressed because this stuff is really hard still, <laughs> even though we're getting good and better yeah. at it every day. So It takes hours to prepare for this, days and hours. I mean, oh, just, boy. just our outlines and deciding yeah. what we want to do takes four hours and then recording can take four or five hours and just figuring out a plan with our work right. schedule so it was a lot of work I'm really proud of what we did and I hope you guys really enjoyed this first season with us and we appreciate you being yes. in the stands with us so. Being in the stands. so we will see you back here season right two. early yes for season two right after the holidays in early 2021 get ready be safe out there be everybody safe. do the right thing That's right. have happy holidays we will see you when we see you in 2021 and wrap your willy all right <laughs> see you later bye-bye everyone bye <laughs>